I'm Janelle B. Stewart, and I love to laugh, dance, and travel. But what I do best is talk. I'm here using my gift to inspire and empower you to live a life filled with positivity and abundance. Welcome to the Look on the Bright Side podcast. Well, today's episode is extra special. One, because this is my first bonus episode ever, so I'm very excited to be partnering with Prevent Child Abuse America on this very special bonus episode here on the Look on the Bright Side podcast. And we're going to be talking about some of the struggles of parenting And as someone who has struggled with my own mental health and with parenting, I've talked about this here on the podcast. I am excited to have this conversation with you. And I know most of my listeners, I know your moms, I know that we're doing the best that we can, and sometimes we just need a little bit of support. And in this episode, I want you to know that mom asking for help is a great idea. Okay, Prevent Child Abuse America envisions a world where all children grow up happy, healthy, and prepared to succeed in supportive families and communities. And this organization has been around for 50 years. They recognize that healthy children become healthy adults and healthy adults contribute to a more productive, equitable, and flourishing society. Prevent Child Abuse America is the nation's premier organization committed to preventing child abuse and neglect before it happens. They are uniquely positioned to lead the movement to help children and families thrive today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. And their approach works at two levels, boots on the ground programs, as well as actions that impact systems levels change. As a mom, I know that parenting is hard. So if you're a mom, I hear you, I feel you. And we can better parent when we're not overloaded with the layers of stress. Parenting is challenging in the best of times. And these challenges have actually now been exasperated by a global pandemic and moments of acute racial and civil unrest that have highlighted long-standing inequities affecting communities nation, nationwide. When we reduce the stress and overload that parents feel, it allows us to concentrate on providing for our children with nurturing experiences while we collectively focus on building safe, stable, and nurturing environments that our children need to learn and flourish. Every parent's stress may look different. And you may be thinking that you have to do it all alone, but I want you to know that parents, we can parent better when the entire community lends a hand. I wanna encourage you to build a support network with family, neighbors, friends, faith institutions, and more. My husband, my mom, and my stepfather are my village. They support me with the children in so many ways. My husband and I, 
We divide and conquer all the time when it comes to getting our kids ready. Uh, Most importantly, their morning routine, we have delegated specific days of the week where my husband is the primary caregiver in the morning and I have my days that I do. My mom and my stepfather support with dropping the kids to school or the bus stop along with picking them up from school and the bus stop and also taking them to extracurricular activities. For some of the families in my community, my mom actually drops their kids to school or the bus stop with our kids because they're going to the same place. And this has provided lots of support for these moms who have to get out of the house before their kids are able to get on the bus or go to school because they have to work. And also my mom takes care of these children in the afternoon when they come home from school because their parents are still not at home. Now, I want to encourage you to connect with your community, connect with your friends, your neighbors, and see if there is any way, shape, or form that you can either help them or maybe get help for yourself. Now, if you're looking for support outside of your family, friends, and neighborhood, you can actually visit a website called HealthyFamiliesAmerica.org. Healthy Families America, also known as HFA, is one of the leading family support and evidence-based home visiting programs in the United States. They believe early nurturing relationships are the foundation for healthy development. And if you're wondering like, so how does this work? Well, once you're interested in receiving their services, the HFA staff will reach out to learn more about your current needs and also they'll explore their strengths. They're all about relationships, so they prioritize building a strong connection with the families that they're serving. And once they learn about your unique situation, they will recommend services for your family based on your needs. And I will include the link for you to check out Healthy Families America if this is something that you're interested in, or at the very least, share this link with a friend or family. Now, another great resource that I just have to share is right on preventchildabuse.org. You can can explore their directory to connect with support services near you. And this can include local food or housing programs, goods and transit aid, health and care services, financial help, education and work programs, as well as legal services. So I'll include the link for that in the show notes for you to access it as well. And another resource, you can actually sign up for parenting tips tips and resources at brightbytext.org. And a final way that I want to offer today when it comes to getting help is to find a family resource center in your community. They're everywhere. One place that I found lots of support when I moved to my new town was my local library as well as churches. Now that you've gotten several different ways that you can ask for help, let's talk a little bit about prioritizing self-care and mental wellness. As a parent, you have to put yourself in the best frame of mind to be successful. I want to highly encourage you to put yourself in the best frame of mind to be a successful parent by taking time to care for yourself. That includes eating healthy foods, exercising regularly. No, exercise is not just about weight loss. It is also good for mental health and also get enough 
sleep. These three things are the perfect mixture to your physical and mental wellness. I know firsthand as an entrepreneur that it's not easy to make time to do these things, but it's good for you and it's good for your kids. There are many ways to reduce stress, and I want you to find out what works for you. For me, waking up about one to two hours earlier than my entire household allows me time to meditate and pray along with exercise. That hour and a half before everyone else wakes up is perfect for me to get these things done because I don't have to worry about anyone else besides myself. And if you check out my Healthy Janelle Instagram, you'll see that I share in my stories most of the time that I'm up around 5, 520, 5.30, and I'm already on my Peloton exercising or doing my power lifting. Maybe for you, you don't want to wake up and exercise first thing in the morning. Maybe it's not when you're the most energized, but at some point in the day, get some exercise in, find some time for you. And finding time for you is not exclusive to exercise, of course. Maybe you just listen to some music. Maybe you get on the phone and you talk with a friend. Maybe you do some gratitude journaling or do some stickering. You guys know I love stickering. Maybe it's watching some YouTube videos. Maybe it's doing a facial mask. Maybe it's just stretching. Maybe it's cooking or eating a dish by yourself. You know how that is. Sometimes we have to hide in the closet to get a snack in because we don't want to share. Whatever it is, I want to really encourage you to prioritize your self-care and mental wellness. Now, I want to take it a little bit further and talk to you about seeking help if you are struggling with maybe depression, maybe substance misuse, or some other type of challenge. I had to seek out therapy because the morning routine with my kids was hard for me. And I was not the best parent during these times. I found myself being verbally and physically abusive to my kids during the morning routine because I was stressed the F out. I was stressed because I wasn't taking time for myself. I was trying to grow my business. I was overworked. I was under rested and I was raising two children. Yes, my husband was there, but I was still raising two children and it was a lot on me. And the morning routine, for whatever reason, was so incredibly difficult, especially as my son got older and I felt like he was supposed to take on more responsibility and become more independent and he wasn't. And I was turning into the person that I call momster every day screaming at the top of my lungs, and like I said, even being physically abusive. I talk about this in my older podcast episodes. I'll put the link down below so that you can check them out to get more information, but I want you to know that I had to get help. I sought out therapy, and I started therapy uh, years ago, and to this day, I still go to therapy. In fact, as I'm recording this episode, I had therapy just yesterday, And it has allowed me to recognize the areas in my life and in my mental health where I needed to make changes. And as a result, I'm no longer the person that I used to be when it comes to caring for my kids and especially the morning routine. Also, going to therapy allowed me to ask for help. And that's why when I talked about asking for help, I shared with you that my husband and I have, um, we divide and conquer. And I also shared that we take turns getting the kids ready 
therapy gave me the wisdom and it shared, it showed me that I could easily just ask for help doing something that is traditionally left to moms to do, but I could always just ask my husband to help me. You might need to seek therapy and I highly encourage it. I, if you are a woman of color, I found my therapist on therapyforblackgirls.com and it is a website where all of the therapists are women of color. So if that's something that is important to you that you speak to someone who understands cultural and social nuances, I would encourage you to check out therapyforblackgirls.com. Let's move on to a way that we as parents and anyone who's not a parent listening can offer help. Now, I want you to think about the many ways big and small, that you can help someone else. How about offering an hour of babysitting to a neighbor, someone that you see regularly and you know they have children? Maybe you can help them like how my mom and my family help our neighbors taking their children to school, watching them, picking them up from school and watching them. Do you have children in your community that are going to the same school as your children? You could absolutely be that carpool person for them. Uh, I think offering an hour of babysitting or more is also a great way to support someone in your community, especially if you see that they have children. I personally have a best friend who is recently divorced and she has two kids. They are my godchildren. And on a regular basis, I make it my obligation to take them for the weekend to give her a break of having to take care of the kids on her own all the time. Maybe you love cooking. Could you make a plate and deliver dinner to someone in your community or a friend, a neighbor, someone that you know nearby? I mean, if you brought over a dish to my house, we would be very, very thankful. Even though I have a lot of hands here and my mom is a great cook and I appreciate her so much, I still would appreciate that. And if you have the financial means, maybe you could just send someone a cash app payment to cover pizza for the weekend or something else. You could also just simply text words of encouragement to a parent friend. I personally love finding podcast episodes or videos on YouTube, and then I share them with my friends to encourage them. And you know, with Instagram reels being so popular, you might find a cute little reel that lets someone know they're doing a really good job, and you can share that with them as well. You can invite someone to church with you where they offer children's church, and that may expose them to whatever religion you're in. And you can also think about other community um, events that are going up and invite people to join you. My church, for example, hosts many events throughout the year, and I invite people in my community as well as friends and family to join us anytime they can. It gives them an opportunity to meet new people, have new experiences, and have fun, you know, celebrating in worship with me. Now, while the little things help, we truly need systematic change to combat poverty, racism, and underinvestment in children, which overload parents with stress. I want to encourage you and myself to advocate for family-friendly policies from our elected leaders. You can learn more at PCA America's Policy Action Center at preventchildabuse.org. I'm going to put that in the show notes so you know exactly where to go, okay? And lastly, we can always, 
always, always, if we have the financial means, we can offer help to families by donating to organizations committed to supporting families in your community or nationally. Now, if you're a mom, if you're a father, if you're a caregiver of any kind, I want to encourage you to ask for help. And yes, mom, asking for help is a great idea. I want to say a special, special thank you to today's episode sponsor, Prevent Child Abuse America, for sponsoring this episode of Look on the Bright Side. And I want to thank them for the work that they've been doing over the past 50 years to prevent child abuse because childhood lasts a lifetime. <laughs> 